Did you know last week's episode ended up becoming our most listened to episode in the history of this podcast? Wow, that's amazing. And in six days. Yeah. I think people want to hear people vent about this series. That's funny because the statistics show otherwise. Really? The feedback shows otherwise. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the feedback of my voice on this microphone. I'm so glad that you've decided to go in another direction though and get different guests weekly. Um, I really do think it's what this podcast requires, especially for UK versus the world. And I'm um, glad I chose uh, new guests every week instead of the same old bitch every week who um, I'd say looks like bag of chips, but like dead. Like, <laughs> like like hooker dead. Hooker dead. Hooker dead bag hooker of chips. Hooker dead bag of chips. Yeah. House down boots. Yes, dot God. Org, dot AU. And the only place in the world you can get this kind of incredible hostage is on Not Another Drag Race podcast. That's the what you're listening to, people, right fucking now. Hey, everyone. My name's Reese. I'm your host. And I'm joined yet again this week to talk about the fabulous series that everyone is already excited to have a part of the Drag Race canon, UK versus the world. And my very special guest permanent co-host for this very special spin-off series that everyone's feeling so special about, Mr. Killer Mockingbird. I'm not kidding. First of all, that is wild. That literally my most popular podcast yet in six days. That's very exciting. It's very exciting. And I really, really appreciate the love you guys. And also the hate. We also, that was, yeah, we had some interesting feedback after this episode. And if there's anyone that doesn't like what I have to say. Your DMs are open. My DMs are open, but also just suck on my fucking nuts. I got bigger shit going on than someone writing on the internet about me. God, if I stopped and thought about every single person on the internet that wrote about me, I'd never get anything done. Isn't it a compliment, though? I certainly wouldn't be making double my fucking fortnightly wage in one week doing drag. Suck on that. Suck on that. I would like to. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me how. I'd be down. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, I, honestly, let's, let's not focus on the hate. I don't focus on the hate, darling. I only focus on the positives in my life, and that's yeah. why I'm so Let's not joy. focus on the people who are trying to cancel us, who are trying to censor us. Oh, you can't censor this, darling. No, you Molly's can't. Bar and Diner tried last night at Bingo, <laughs> and it didn't work. What happened at last night at Bingo? Oh, I was on it. Whatever it is, I was on it. Uh, I opened the night with felching. Medication? I opened the night with felching, and <laughs> only I only dragged everyone down into hell with me from there on out. Well, I did see you on Instagram performing a high school musical number in a... <laughs> Yep, in a basketball, in a basketball singlet, <laughs> in a basketball singlet, and the shorts that I'm currently wearing. Take that! Uh, what was his name? Your Instagram hater? I can't remember. Who cares? I love that he only followed six people, and one of them was Scarlett Adams. <laughs> that really says a lot. <laughs> really says a lot. It was probably Scarlett Adams at this point. Hey, we found Scarlett's alt, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> actually, we've also already found Scarlett's alt. She charges far too much for what she's got to offer. Correct. In drag. Especially when most of it you can already find. On the yeah. internet for free. I was going to say in drag and otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Reddit. Thank yes, you, Reddit. Thank you, Reddit. You're such a blessing. Uh, now, not only are we still riding a high from last week's episode, I I got to tell you, there was a moment in this episode, you guys, we'll get to it, but I know Tequila pretty well. She's joining me as my very special guest permanent co-host for this very special six-part spin-off series because she's pretty great at what she does. She loves her opinions. Sometimes they're right. Other times they are engaging. Let's say engaging. That's more of a compliment, right? Sure. <laughs> Go with that. And so I couldn't wait to have her back to talk about this episode of UK versus the World. There was one moment in particular where I 
I just wanted to grab my phone and call her, but I knew she hadn't seen the episode yet, so I didn't want to spoil it for her. Um, I'm not kidding. I, there are some people who actually tweeted this, and I fully agree. I don't even think we're going to keep this in part of the canon, are we? <laughs> Does anybody care? I don't think anyone cares. Anybody, listeners, do you care? We're having fun talking about I'm it. I'm loving it. Having yeah. a wonderful time. But does anyone really care? When this, when this is over, are you ever going to think to yourself, I might go watch UK versus the world again? Never again. <laughs> Never again. The world is literally burning. The world is on fire. We have max 10 years left until this earth implodes. And of those 10 years, we might spend it being discriminated against by people who claim to be religious. But also... Simply because they can. Yeah. That. That. Very that. If you live here in Australia... Yeah, you guys know what happened in our country this week. Fucking religious freedoms bill. You guys heard what happened. Thankfully, at the time we're recording this, uh, the bill has been shelved. It's been pulled from the Senate. For now. Pending, uh, well, pending if, legal well, advice. Well, if Scott Morrison loses the election, then he definitely won't have a chance to do it again, will he? Nope. nope. You registered to vote? Check your voter registration, everyone. Go Everybody, on, go go on, on update it. Yep, go on update it. I need this to update no mine. Joke. Thank you for reminding me, Reese, because I haven't updated it since I moved. I don't think I've, I've updated mine either. I need to get onto that ASAP because I want to vote these cunts out. We all do. I think if you're listening to this podcast, you are a queer or queer ally, and I think you understand what this government we have been living under for far too long have been doing to us and what they, what they tried to do this week. And the fact that Scott Morrison literally voted against his own bill once the amendments passed proves to you he's a bigot. He's a bigot who hates trans people. He does hate gay people despite the fact that he claims that he does not. But he does. He does. He is a Pentecostal conservative fuckwit who will do anything to keep white men, straight cis white men at the top of the food chain. And we're here to dismantle it every week by talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. So let's that. <laughs> let's and do that. Just as I thought. Trash. <laughs> and just like that. And just like that, big Trash. guy. <laughs> Did you watch the finale, by the way? No, I didn't watch past season, uh, episode four. <laughs> you you, what, you want to talk about fucking garbage fire? You didn't miss much. Oh, and do you know how they edited I it didn't, out? Do you know what I didn't watch past? I couldn't watch past the episode where Miranda was fingered <laughs> by Lobster Shay quad. in the fucking kitchen while <laughs> Carrie pissed the bed. I was like... Fucking lobster clawed in Carrie's kitchen. Have I we as it. a society strayed too far from God? <laughs> I don't believe in God or any organized religion whatsoever. But at that point, I was like, y'all need Jesus. This, this, we need help. Michael Patrick King needs at least someone to smack a him bullet. outside the head. A bullet. To make him understand that the show has not been good since. And Sarah Jessica Parker needs ended. to shut her fucking dirty whore mouth as well while we're at it. Because she's done nothing but drag Kim Cattrall all this week Completely. in her interviews. Do you know? And I am done. Keep her name out of your mouth, you fucking horse face dog. Shut up. Completely. Did you know that Michael Patrick King only said this week, I think we're going to have to close the door on Samantha? Now? Now. She hasn't been telling now you for three warning. years? Yeah. yeah. God, assholes. Anyway, uh, this, anyway. Isn't a, this isn't <laughs> a Sex, <laughs> this is in, not the a sex in the City podcast. I don't think that the world needs a podcast of gay men talking about sex in the city. First of all, we, we have to kick off this episode by acknowledging the fact that we, we said goodbye to Lemon last week. Um, I was emotional wreck. Tequila couldn't have given a shit. Um, but None of it means anything. Lemon is doing just fine, even if they don't tag her correctly on Twitter. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> well, if you guys, guys, I'll say it now because we're on the subject of Miss Lemon. Go on her Instagram and see what her looks would have been for the ball this week. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. I might have a quick Her butch queen it. look, I might actually sue RuPaul for eliminating her before we got to see that on the runway. I was... 
I'm just telling you guys, look it up. Teal's looking it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. Also, dear listeners, if you hear anything untoward um, on this episode this week, it is my stomach rumbling <laughs> for the gods because I don't think I've ever been as hungry as I currently am as we record this podcast. Bitch, I might pass out from starvation at some point. Bitch, you should have had my Thursday night dinner. A protein bar and a V. <laughs> that's how Absolute I get. Fucking not. <laughs> that's how I get no, by. Thank you. That is how I do it. Oh, she might not have posted it to Instagram yet. It might have only been on our Twitter. But um, oh my god, that leopard. That's her <gasps> kitty girl look. That is her kitty girl look. I, you haven't even seen the butch one yet, have you? I don't even care. That leopard. I am the leopard girl. <laughs> leopard is what I do. Leopard is a. It's a lifestyle. It's the mother I never had. <laughs> It is the sister I've always wanted. It is everything. This look, well, I, honey, I would go as far as to say looking at this on her Instagram might be one of my favorite drag, not even drag race looks, drag looks ever, but none. This could fuck me wow. right here, right now. I am so here for it. I'm actually, now, now I'm mad that she's gone. <laughs> now I'm mad that we were robbed of seeing this. And just like that, Reese was right. Uh, but have you? I I, can, I I feel you and I believe you when you say that about her kitty girl look. But do you want to talk about her butch queen look? <laughs> she better fucking work. <laughs> yes, come on, Annie Lennox, you better work. That's so good. Look at that. Look at the detailing on the back. I know. Oh, guys, to to understand what we're talking about, Head go and Lemon's look Twitter. it up. Yeah. Go and look it up. Lemon's got them both on Twitter. I think they're out in the. You guys can Google. You guys can Google. You know how it works. I'm not going to tell you. You don't know. The thing about this episode, though, that I loved first off the bat, I'm so glad we're back to old, old All-Stars rules because it's back to that, so who did you pick? Mm. Ooh, mm. it's the other one? Wow, the drama, the gaggery. Except and it was gaggery because Janie was pissed. <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. Imagine being pissed because... Somebody had to make a decision. Shut up. I know. She literally you said. You were in the bottom. She there said, it's good a, to know that we're choosing alliances over feedback from the judges. You got shitty feedback. <laughs> yes, yeah, she did. You didn't get great feedback. Hers so, was worse than lemons. I'm sorry. I, 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 I think so. Exactly. Yes. A hundred percent. She didn't seem to think so. <laughs> she didn't seem to think so. But this is the thing. Everyone's feeling their French vanilla fantasy and mm. everyone's feeling some type of way about what they did and how they performed and how they went. And I think, I think perspective is... Hindsight is twenty two. Oh, whatever it is, whatever. The, <laughs> Hindsight no, is twenty twenty. Yes. No, but that's not what I want to say. Perspective is um key. Is subjective. Oh wow. Okay. Yes. Because what she thought she produced and what she actually produced, what you're gonna do mm. and what you want to do are two very different things. Oh, very much so. I live that every day of my life. I and wake up thinking I'm gonna slay, and then I'm uh, drinking a and then you're just yourself in a protein bar <laughs> at. Seven o'clock at night. Uh, <laughs> yes. No, I completely agree. And I loved how she actually was pulled up on it a little bit by the girls. Mo Hart oh took me out. I was like, the girls <laughs> are fighting. She didn't even say anything um, when they came back in, like at the start of the episode. She kind of no. sat there and let it all play out. And yeah. then she was like the next day. Woo! She said, I saw the shoulder puffs and I thought, why are we at drag brunch? Not even drag brunch. My first time in drag. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as to say first time in drag. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is happening? The girls are fighting. She really went went for fucking Janie's neck. And I was like, you mo better give me everything I fucking want. This yes, is bitch. what, guys, if this series is literally only existing to give us an hour of entertainment for once a week for six weeks, 
this is the entertainment I want to see. And you know what? She can't give me enough. She cannot yes. give me enough. Every reaction, every the fact that they have just replaced her with Billy Porter and they're <laughs> trying to fool us. I'm, no I'm, man. You know I'm talking about the, the goopery and the gaggery and these producers trying to get one over on us. Mm-hmm. They have replaced Mo Hart in the confessional chair with Billy Porter and they just expect us to believe that she was sitting there. First of all, that's racist. It's deep Second. fake. It is a deep <laughs> fake. And she has she has morphed into Billy Potter at this point. She is giving us every. I kind of think she always was though. Well, I'm watching. As we know, I'm rewatching. I I rewatch all of the other seasons. Yes, constantly, consecutively, at the same time. Guys, that's why she's here. She's the expert. I. It's what I do. I I love Drag Race. I love any time that drag is on our TV. Despite how exhausted I might sound about the whole thing. (laughs) Um, and I'm watching her All Stars at the moment. Oh yes, All Stars four. Yes, and. She's not. She's not giving in that those confessionals. She's giving the season that she was on confessionals. Mm. This this new mo that we're seeing is baby. She knows what she is doing. Exactly. She knows what she is saying. She knows how she is branding herself. She is. She is the moment. She is the movement. She's it. Oh look, the branding stuff. I can take it or leave it. But well, in terms of like you know brown cow stunning and all that stuff, like. Girl, give it a rest. I know you're making the best of your television opportunities, and I sh- I don't fault you for that. But also, I would like to see more. But <laughs> very Michelle massage with me. I would like to see more. Try get that but, out of your head, though. Brown cow stunning. Oh, I I can get it out of my head quite often. Thank you very much. I listened to it once um, today. <laughs> I lived that for the fact that she knows exactly what she's doing because I think she knew. Because she knows this show better than we do, but we know this show pretty well as well as fans. We can see through the BS. She knows. She was asked, hey, do you want to be a part of this little thing we're doing called UK versus the World? You don't win anything, but it's going to be six episodes where you can be you and do what you want Mm -hmm. and do your sickening drag Mm -hmm. and entertain the masses again. And she's like, sign me the fuck up. America, bury that. (laughs) Facts are facts. Bury that. I also did love, though, that... It, they didn't just hold back on Janie. Fucking Blue came for Jimbo. Like, girl, were you planning to be that hokey pokey on purpose? Oh. Like, <laughs> do you agree? Because even Monique said, again, in a confessional, because she's amazing, she knows what she's doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimbo wore fucking nine-inch heels for a lip sync. Why? Bitch can't even walk in flats. No, <laughs> can't. Cannot. So what's she doing? So I thought, I genuinely thought she threw that lip sync. I think so, so too. But why would she? She had lemons... <laughs> She had Lemon's name in True, her True, she did have Lemon's name uh, in her No, tits, she so. had Janie's name in her oh, tits. So yeah. she was going to save her sister. Yeah, she so was. she was. she had no reason to throw the lip sync. Maybe she didn't really care either way. <laughs> maybe she's just not a great performer. Or, or Pangina, maybe she on. thought Pangina wouldn't send home Lemon. Like, Janie clearly got the worst critiques. Uh, anyway. I also, I also think... Um, I am in love with Jimbo. I wasn't really bothered <laughs> by her on her season. I thought this is odd. This is yeah. weird. <clears throat> this doesn't really make sense to me. I just, it's just not my kind of thing. But her personality this time around, yeah. I'm like, I'm so enamored. I'm I think so she's, in love. She's a lot, I think she's a lot happier and more content with her drag. Yeah, I think so as well. And I think it shows. It yeah. shows through her personality and like what she is giving us. Yeah. And I, I'm going to jump ahead for a quick second. I'm not going to jump to the end. But when she's <laughs> like... 
what do you think, little chair? <laughs> and she did it last week. She did. She it did. Last week. And, and she was like, oh, well, you're no help at all. I think, I mean. I just, there's something about it. It makes, it really makes me smile. She yeah, really she makes, makes me, smile me smile too. I think we might have touched on this last week, but I feel like on Canada, she did have to spend her entire time there defending herself to the, to like, to the judges and yeah. her style and yeah. her drag. And it was, uh, obviously it was being critiqued every week. That's what they all fucking do. But hers in particular, like, because she wasn't. Standard. Yeah. yeah she, she's not like the other girls. Yeah. So that's the way it is. But I should say Janie did actually defend herself on Twitter when it came to the whole uh, looks situation and her critiques being so bad and the girls coming for her, the fact that those looks were actually bad and her critiques are worse than lemons. <laughs> but she did tweet out, I just want to mention this. I, I did filmed two seasons of Drag Race within six months of each other. No work or tours in between. Uh, and both in full lockdowns. I would like to. I would like to see you try. I am proud of myself first and foremost. That's all. Hashtag spread love. So, in other words, don't hate on her. <laughs> yeah, I just, just you don't need to defend yourself. Yeah, it's not that big a deal. I mean, I, I think it, it might be just purely based on her looks in that in that performance uh-huh. of the first week, uh-huh. which were which were booger, yeah. booger boots, booger boots. But girl. You survived. What's the big deal? Yeah. Like Regardless. Des- like Destiny's Child always said, a booger boots. I thought you were going to say Survivor. <laughs> no. That could go either way there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm mostly just excited to talk about this uh, little ball situation we've got going on here, which we don't usually get on like an All-Stars sometimes. Like we did on All-Stars 6. But, um, oh no, we did on All-Stars 5 as well. I don't know what I'm talking about. I loved it. I loved Monique's reaction where she was like, if we have to create, if we have to create looks, if we have to do a ball, if we have to do this, blah, 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 mm. I am going to fall out. And then proceeded to be like, yes. I was like, okay. Well, it was interesting that, oh, well, we should mention the three categories, guys. As we know, I'm pretty sure you watched the episode, guys. Kitty Girl. The RuPaul ball. The RuPaul ball. So it made sense that Kitty Girl was a runway because probably one of my favourite RuPaul songs, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's pretty great. And the remix. It's one of the only uh, cast remixes that I can stand (laughs) and go back and listen to. I will say, Phenomenon, again, I Uh, listen to it nearly every... Denali's verse is kind of the only part of it I liked. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love all of or, them. Or, of course, um, I'm a gay-ass bitch. I'm Joe J. <laughs> Hello, Queen Platress. I'm here to stay. Uh, the second runway theme was Butch Queen. I don't get it. I don't know how that's got anything to do with RuPaul. Can you explain it? Do you know what? Do you know why? <laughs> he has a song called Butch Queen, doesn't he? I get that. But that's it. RuPaul's never done Butch. No. But it's an interesting drag runway in terms of, like, this ball. It's very different from the others. 100%. I just don't get the reference to RuPaul. I think they just wanted the song. to. I just wanted to trip him up. I think. Yeah. But the third runway is, of course, "You Wear It Well," in which the queens had to construct their own garments from scratch that needed to be a look, a dress that Rue would actually wear. That is interesting. I think only in recent years has Rue actually tried uh, different things. To be honest with you. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Like it was always gowns, it was always gowns, 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 gowns. It was gowns, 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 gowns. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Yep, beautiful gowns. Um, yeah, it, it, it has been, but now she has legs, as we've seen. <laughs> now she has legs. She featured her legs. I believe it was season, maybe season twelve, something like that. Oh, first, all stars, maybe. Maybe one of the all stars. Was yeah. the first time we saw her her actual legs. I think it was for the um uh, Dragapalooza. 
uh, SmackDown Queen's Comeback situation when she walked out. And oh, my that, God. That's yeah. the episode I'm up to. Oh, well, there you go. That's the episode I'm up to. There you fucking go. I'm it's, halfway it's, it's, through it. I'm going to finish watching it when I go home. Guys, we're meant to I be watch, here. This is all meant to be. Before I catch up on um, My Real Housewives. Okay. Oh, my God. Not giving Real Housewives a shout oh out on this podcast. I'm not doing that. Yes, It's Holly Valance joining. No. Okay, good. No. <laughs> and everyone is against Erica now. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. They just had a huge fight. Even her best friend, Lisa Rinna. Oh, it's a whole thing. Look, we'll Beverly Hills is the only thing I've ever oh. like, been on top of at all. Mama, when I tell you, I can't wait. I think it's because I loved the Hills, and so this is the closest thing to that that I can. <laughs> Erica doesn't believe that Dorit was broken into and held at gunpoint. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did hear about that. I forgot about it, though. Yeah, Erica, Erica said on their very first girls trip of the season, she was like, mm, I don't believe that. How do you know this? The show hasn't aired yet, has yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, we're not spending our precious yep, time yep, talking yep. about this fucking no, show. No, we can. We can do it. Let's no, do we're it. not. I'm going to start my own Girl, podcast. Girl, start Fuck your this. own dra- Real Housewives Fuck podcast. This shit, I'm out. I'm sure Andy Cohen won't send a cease and desist. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, first of all, shout out to uh, Cheryl Hole for needing a medic simply by moving garments across the room. Not even fabric. Fabric. For picking up Just fabric, she needed to. She need. She cut her entire thumb off. They managed to reattach it in time for her to use a sewing machine, <laughs> <laughs> which was nice of them. I wanted a close up. They didn't really get it that that super close. Well, they blurred it out. Oh, it must have been bad because they blurred it out. I'd be down to see it though. <laughs> I'm one of those people. Um, yeah. I love. I love that kind of gross shit on TikTok, like the um, ingrown hairs getting pulled out and obviously pimple popping and earwax removal. Give it to me everything. I love it. Oh my it. God. I just pulled out an ingrown hair out of my vagina. Really? I don't actually have a vagina, but like my vaginal area. Well, um, <laughs> around yes. My, around my puswana. Um, yeah. So that's fun. You have a dick? <laughs> yes, I do have a dick. <laughs> Quite a sizable dick. Nobody wants to see it. I know, I've Again, heard. Again, jump into my DMs. <laughs> oh, the rumours are true. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo is one of the only queens there. Well, not one of the only queens, but she is very known for making garments. She's very known for making... Oh, she keeps saying, but she didn't really show that on Canada's Drag Race. She didn't. But then again, the, what they had to work with wasn't that great. Yeah, but she's you. like, yeah, I'm a seamstress. That's what I do. I'm a costume maker, blah, 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 blah. Well, we know who isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, 90% of this cast? Well, we know Bag of Chips sure as fuck isn't because... Oh, sorry. Am I allowed to mention her name without you wincing? You can, no, no, no. You can talk about it. Okay, it's fine. Um, I don't want to. Ha- I don't have a repeat of last week that then causes people to send you more abuse on Instagram. It's going to be a very one-sided conversation because I've decided in my <laughs> life that I no longer need to talk about bag of chips. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, throughout the episode, like she made it clear she fucking hates it to the point where she even said, "If I see another sewing machine after this challenge, I'll scream. I've had enough." All right. Well, great career option you've got there. Yeah. I just go back to sleep. Yeah. What was she doing before she did drag? Maybe she can take a look at that again. If a sewing machine's going to set her off, nothing successful. <laughs> Pretty much what she's doing after drag or during drag. Nothing successful. I hope certain people are listening to this. I right hope now. so. <laughs> I truly hope so. I she wish also, her nothing but the best. <laughs> I'm loving this. She also said that um, in her confessional, she was like, "Oh, fucking ball. If I have to do it, I'm going to do it. So let's let's do it." I'm just like. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Same with Cheryl. Cheryl even said as well that um, later on in the episode, I'm jumping ahead, but she said on the runway that she was going into this competition being very confident. I'm like, 
What gave you that confidence when you know how this competition goes? It's misguided. Yeah. I'm very confused. Is it because she made it so far in her original season? Maybe. Maybe that gave her some confidence. But also it's like a it's like an all-stars, so what makes you think you would be as successful this time around? I saw someone on Facebook today, and spoiler alert, because mm-hmm. it does this does spoil the ending of this episode. Oh, they don't care. Alert. They've seen it. Um somebody said that she deserved to be top three. In the challenge? No, in the series. Oh. And I just promptly deleted them because I don't need <laughs> that kind of fucking I don't need whatever that is in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Deleting people over horrible drag race opinions. <laughs> I mean... I've unfollowed people because of their um, support of apartheid regimes in the Middle East, but I, this is a whole different... I live. I don't really give a shit about Rue's run-through because that was really just an opportunity for just the queens to say, I'm going to make this and um, I may not know how to sew, but, you know, just... Don't count me out so quickly, Haru. And the only the only queen that I think managed to make Rue laugh, and this was another situation where I was like, oh, this is why she's here, Juju B. We know why she's here. What does she have on the producers ah! of Grace? Rue loves her. Why? <laughs> Can somebody explain it to me? I like Juju because B. Because Rue loves I don't have her. Anything, anything issues with her. Nah, nah, nah. But do you know what it is? What? Rue loves her and she has it. <laughs> Can you say that again? Because you love me and I have it. <laughs> um, Guess I was the only one who enjoyed that, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I was just like this. I don't know. I, yeah. Was that the moment? No, that was oh, not okay. the moment. I cacked up. I cacked up. <laughs> not that. Not Carrie Ann Kennelly. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Did you we'll also get... fall off a trapeze. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of racism, um, <laughs> no. Uh, bef- we'll get to the crack up moment I had later. The the thing that kind of got my goat a little bit. Um, you, mm, what exactly was happening? Where Bagger was not only was she fully napping while Rue was doing a run through with I think it was Chuju and Monique, full like Aiden zaning it right fucking there. And then the next day she has the audacity to be like, look at my dress, isn't it beautiful? Oh, Pangina just fucking changed your entire outfit because you didn't have the knowledge to make it on your own. And Pangina's standing there saying like, I'm, I'm just trying to like create a, a little rouging to give it a better shape. I don't want it to look like shit, she says in her confessionals. And Bagger's just in there being like, oh, she gave me some tips, bitch. Everyone's been asking, what does Bag of Chips have on Rue? What does Bag of Chips have on Pangina Heels? I can't believe I'm about to do this. What? I have in my possession a screenshot from Pangina's Twitter today. Oh, I did not see it. Where she said, hey, everyone, at Chip Shop Bird, which is Bag of Chips' um, handle. Twitter handle, Bag of Chips made the dress she wore in the challenge. I only went over to assist. By giving it a little rouging, as you said, and giving it a better shape. That's she said, I don't want to take credit from Bagger because she had mm. already made the garment when I came over. You mean she hung it on a mannequin? She hung fabric on a mannequin Look, and put some pins I'm in I'm just saying that Pangina is saying that stop throwing hate at Bagger. I won't. 
Um, <laughs> she's saying stop throwing hate at Bagger because she made that dress herself. She didn't. But we'll leave it there for now. Um, wow. I didn't think we would be hating on Bagger Chips this much, but she really doesn't give me a lot of options because genuinely when she left the workroom at the end of that day, she didn't have any shape. She didn't even sew the two parts together. I don't understand how it happened. The contempt that she has for the show, I think, is probably what bugs me the most. Right. It is the fact that she has been given an opportunity Mm. and she is squandering it. And it's it's the disrespect towards what the show means, I feel like, is the issue that I have. Yes, she looks like shit. Mm. Yes, her attitude is shit. But she was also like that on her season, but came across quite likable. But this time there is an air of like, I am a superstar and and no matter what I do, I get a free pass for it because I am bag of chips and I am the best. I'm Rue's favourite drag queen of all time, she said in her confessional. And I Mm. nearly put my foot through my TV because I was like, you are so it's it's disrespect. It's the disrespect. It's an undeserved have, ego. Yeah, it's an undeserved ego for a talent she doesn't have. Hmm. And I'm like, you are disrespecting the very platform that this show is trying to give you. Yeah. You don't need to be there. You don't want to be there. No. Seemingly. So let someone else have it. Because they're a mil- like Miranda Priestley says, a million girls a million girls will kill for that position. And at this point there are a million girls. There are literally a million girls in the drag race. Yeah, there are going to be nine winners by the time we get to the end of 22. (laughs) There are going to be nine (laughs) brand new winners for the franchise by the time we get to the end of this year. It is February. You know, (laughs) that's an all-star season right there. I counted it the other day. That's an all-star season right there. I felt sick to my stomach because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to continue working. How am I going to catch up on all this drag? By becoming one of them. Well, well, (laughs) clearly I'm not on this season because they're filming right now in New Zealand. Correct. Yeah, you guys, there's at least one drag queen you know isn't a part of Drag Race Down Under Season 2. Can we have a a little moment of appreciation for our our good sis, uh, Blue Hydrangea, who had a really nice little chat with Jujubee, uh, one of her drag idols, and Cheryl Hole, who was just there listening. Like like a good friend. Like a good friend. Sure. Uh, Blue got really open about um, their struggle with gender identity. And, God, I, I more of this. I, 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 I live every time a queen is vulnerable enough or a person is vulnerable enough on a, on a show that is being televised to the whole world to talk about a struggle like this, the more the better because it gives people watching – or people potentially watching, hope that they can relate to this and they can see for themselves that there is a day where they're going to be like, this is okay, I know who I am and I love who I am. Yeah, 100%. I always find the the dichotomy between (laughs) that and everything else that happens in the show, like those moments. Oh, yeah. It's it's funny. It's hilarious. Really genuine connection and really genuine feelings. Yeah. juxtaposed, Juxtaposed with... Everything else that happens in that show, <laughs> yes, I'm like it always just it always just sets me a little on edge. I really appreciate what it does, yeah, but it kind of feels like I don't know, I don't know how to put it into words. It kind of feels like 
I don't know, misplaced. No, oh, yeah. Sometimes. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm all for it. I love it. I'm, I, I am a big fan. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you're 100% correct. And I don't, I don't dispute that at all. I mean, case in point, season 14, talking, Willow, Willow Pill talking about her illness, Kerry Colby talking about her struggle as a, as a young trans person getting disowned by her family, and then cut to the end of the episode. It's chocolate. <laughs> that fucking dumbass oh. trumpet. <laughs> it gets me every it time. It really does. Ever since I noticed it, I am living. I'm like, this is so good. I'm joking. Because it's so, like, it's so visceral. And they can't even eat the fucking chocolate. <laughs> and they probably, they probably don't play that noise. That's all in the No, edit. it's all That's in the edit. They the don't edit. play it there. <laughs> but that, I would love them to. I would love oh, them just God. to play that. Because <laughs> it's so sad. <laughs> it's chocolate. I think that is going to be the new Drag Race canon kind of thing where people are like, uh, if something disappointing happens, you just hear someone go, it's chocolate. I can't stop saying, a dragonfly. <laughs> Ever since the episode, Carrie Colby is giving me life. I know I'm not a part of the season 14. Oh, yes, you are, you're forbidden um, to talk I'm about season 14. I'm forbidden from talking about it on the pod <laughs> because I'm not invited to be a guest. Um, but oh, I just, God. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Just for a quick moment to talk about it. I'm really, it's the first time in a very long time that I have been invigorated by a season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Really? For no reason whatsoever. All right. We disagree there. but For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> Glad we have something to disagree on on this podcast because that's what the people want. <laughs> I've heard from the fans. And the fans want me gone. <laughs> <laughs> they either want you gone or I get... Uh, comments saying that was a great episode because I loved how you guys really had arguments and disagreed. <laughs> I'm like, great. <laughs> Stick around for next week. Subscribe. Our dear listeners, our queers and queer allies, it is time for a rather quick version of nyas or pass. We do have three one ways. One ways? One ways. Wow. <laughs> I've had a rough week. Shut it's up. Not a, big, it's <laughs> not a big pill. It's a wee well pill. Oh, fuck. You were the one. <laughs> Don't even start. You were the one who, were, who was about to wring my neck when we recorded the first episode of season 14. Wee well pill. God. <laughs> You guys, there are three runways, and uh, just like we did for the ball on season uh, 14, we are going to do a quick Nyasen pass of the first two runways and then get into the good shit with the third one because that's the one that fucking matters. That's the one we're like, oh, that's the one Raja and now got Mick focus on when they do balls now. Speaking of, um, fucking fashion photo review. I, I watched, don't watch it. I, I only just watched today's because I was bored. Oh, mm. Did you like Deja Sky's pastel bunny situation? No. Hated. I hated it. No. Her pants were ugly as fuck. They were ill-fitting. Her crotch, her crotch was five miles below her. Those bunny things on her face. I mean, I won't go into it because you guys already heard me on this week's episode talk about how much I hated it. But Raja called it the, the bunny thing on her face. A little more avant-garde. 
I'll give me a fucking full Just price. because something looks ugly does not make it avant garde. Avant garde. And Fuck under off. any under any circumstance. And as you can believe, they gave it a two. I'm also waiting for Deja Sky to like show us why she's a costume to the stars. <laughs> because I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. Are you gagging? I'm gagging from the smell. Yeah. Do you babe? I'm not gagging. <laughs> Oh, Raja oh, back, Raja please. For UK versus the world season two, we need Raja back. I love her. That's our official petition. Let's start it right here. I love her. So and if you much. agree, give us a give us a response on Instagram at non other drag race pod. Uh first category is What category are we on right now? Kitty girls. Kitty girl. I gotta say, first and foremost, we kicked things off with Pangina Heels, and I'm glad we did, because it was a Nyas, in my opinion, and probably one of the best kitty girl looks on the fucking runway. Oh my god, I lost my mind. You guys saw it. I lost my mind. That is, mama, that is drag. She is doing a hairless cat. And she also brought her heritage to it. What is the, What are those cats called? Uh, Sphinx cat. They are. I learned that yes, on Friends. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> the episode right. of Friends where Rachel got a Sphinx cat. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it inside out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you guys seen the show, Friends? It's great. Um, <laughs> next on the runway. Oh, was it a Nyas on, on you? Uh, huge Nyas. Okay. Biggest, I just wanted to be sure. Of the I night. just need to be, I need to confirm this. Yeah. Uh, next up was Janie Jacquet doing an Egyptian look. And it's a pass from me because as Michelle said in the critiques, the only thing that made it cat was the ears. This is a big, big Nyas from me. Really? Yes. And I, I didn't thought, like I shall tell you for why as well. Because. Very Katy Perry dark horse, but go on. No, no, no. What is what is one of the things that you associate cats with? Um, old women who are alone. No, ancient Egypt. Oh, they are this. They are the gods. They are worshipped as gods in ancient Egypt. Yeah, but I'd much rather someone come out on the runway looking like an old woman with a bunch of cats. No, 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 no. no, no. We've seen that done. We've seen that Have done. We? Violet did it. Oh, did she? Violet did it. Remember, she did it with the with the Hello Kitty runway. No. Someone did it and they had cats all over them. Oh, I don't know. And then, what's her name came out with cats? Oh, what's her name? Yeah, yeah. Um, the one that from I season liked, from seventy-two. UK, yeah. UK, Skitty Skitty Scott's claws. Her. <laughs> <laughs> I just had a stroke. I'm so sorry, Kitty Scott claws. Literally, Kitty Scott claws' biggest fan <laughs> is sitting here right now, going, "What's her name? Skitty Skitty Scott Skitty Scott claws. Who was that bitch who I wanted to win UK season three so badly? I almost." Robbed. She was robbed. <laughs> remember, yeah, you were here with me when we watched it, I remember. Guys, next on the runway was Cheryl Hole, just looking like a cat. Nah. She just had a, a cat. I'm all good. Jellical she, cats. Jellical, yeah. Jellical cats and jellicals do. And I don't like the cape on her back either. Well, yeah, we're not getting into it, guys. <laughs> we're going to speed through this. It's a pass. Uh, B came out in, um, can you explain to me where, where is the cat? Where is the kitty? She was feeling puss. She's not even wearing kitty heels. <laughs> she was <laughs> feeling puss. They're That's like seven inch. They're seven inch heels. She is. Just give me a break. Pass. Chuck her in the bin. Pass. There's no. There's nothing kitty about this. Being a legend. What did she think she was doing here? Does not allow you to <sighs> deliver what you're delivering. I mean, I won't go that far, but. <laughs> That's true. No, it is true, actually. <laughs> so it's a pass. pass. Um, Jimbo was next. Oh, my God. Look I at those. This. Tig old kitties. Yeah, that, that's Nora's, Nora's Norks. That it, you, I mean, just look at my Norks. <laughs> Speaking of the video, 
What? Did we talk about it on the pod last week? Oh, I started watching it and I oh, stopped. Well, please finish. Oh, guys, go please watch. Yes, I will. And I'll tell you guys, if you haven't, Vanity, YouTube. Hi, I'm Nora. World's largest breastplate. I'm it's- Nora. Welcome to Nora's Knox. <laughs> okay, that's everyone's homework for this week. Uh, everyone's homework until the Monday episode of the podcast. That's a huge nyas for me. It's a nyas for me. I, it reminded me of, obviously, the other time we had a kitten runway or a cat runway was All Stars 4, which you're about to go watch. <laughs> And this reminds me of some of the looks on that. It's just the fact that it is. It's the painted uh, bodysuit. Yeah, the, it's the painted bodysuit, but it's the. The Monique heart of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. It's a nyas, Jimbo. It's an absolute nyas. Bag of chips was next and pass. Do you know what she's referencing? Do you get it? Is it that. Um, it's bag cat. puss. What? Bag puss. Bag, spag puss? Bag puss. What's that? Bag puss is a UK institution. It was a television show about a cat. Oh, okay. Um, I just didn't like the look. Yeah, so she's, she's bag of puss. Um, it's it's a direct replica of oh good for her um, the costume that this little puppet cat wore yeah. on the TV which is it's great it, it's a great reference because it's got her name in it bag yeah. puss bag of puss um, <laughs> doesn't mean I liked it no I didn't like it but um the thing that I mean yeah it's it's a lot and um if it's an exact reference then good for her I also just didn't like that she was rubbing her ass on the runway and um that was the only time I laughed this uh, well when she did that um she of course had to say. Got worms. Bitch, we know. Yeah, we get it. You don't have, to, you don't have to explain yourself. What did I tell you last week? If you're explaining your look, it's not working. Oh, Tequila's showing me this bagger. What is it called? Bag puss. Bag, bag puss. Huge. was huge when I was a kid. Massive okay. when I was a kid. Yeah. Hey, I mean, that's that's a that's a children's doll that isn't racially insensitive, so I'd say go for it. Yeah. You clearly knew what you were doing there. Um, next on the runway, you guys, was Blue Hydrangea. Also just doing cat... I can't really explain it other than the purple. I didn't like it because I hated that there was no real. I, that it's the head for me. The head was too small. Like the, it was the, the whole cat head mm, was just yeah. so tiny compared yeah. to the rest of her. So it was, a, it was a pass for me. Pass for me. Monique Hart was the last kitty girl to kitty down the kitty way. This made me lose my mind. And Luna ex- from Sailor Moon. No, no, her explanation of it when she said, "Oh, her favorite Japanese anime." <laughs> Them having to like not be able to reference. They can't even the, say they Sailor can't Moon. Even say Sailor Moon. This is a cat from my favorite Japanese anime. Exactly. And Yellow I, mother. I was screaming at my TV. <laughs> so I was watching this when I got home from Bingo last night because yes. I watch, again I have to watch it in two parts because I watch half of it on my lunch break, <laughs> a little bit of it on my way home, and then the rest of it when I get home from drag on a Wednesday night. Um, but I'm filming for this. I'm filming for something very special at the moment, so I'm doing a lot of self tape. So I was in the venue until. Um, very late, so I didn't get home until about 2.30 last night. Wow. Um, so I'm sitting there watching it, eating McDonald's at like 3 o'clock this morning, <laughs> screaming at my, waking up all my neighbours over this Japanese <laughs> anime character. It's so cat. My favourite cat from a... Oh, yeah. God. It's do a, you think, even if she said Sailor Moon, do you think any American knows Sailor Moon? I, I believe it was huge. In was Sa- it? I believe it, yes. But oh, it was, God. It was dubbed in American. So oh, of course, yeah. I, yeah, I believe they would have known. Well, she went to the extremes as well. She painted her entire body, even her toes, in black. So it was, I am it was great. obsessed. This it was is a, a huge pass. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm confusing myself. Not Skitty Scott scores. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will beat that. No, it's an absolute yes. A huge yes. Oh, my God. Well done, Monique. Oh, we'll get to it, but fuck Monique. Monique Hart. Or Mo, sorry, I keep calling her Monique. We all well, know it's Mo. They now. all keep calling her Monique as well. So, you know. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, Can't wait for that branding to start. I know. The fina- <laughs> in the finale. <laughs> in the literal finale. I've decided. 
Yeah. We're changing things up. They dub, they dub it over the top of when she wins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Rue goes back to doing an All-Stars 4 moment. Yeah. <laughs> Overdubbing. <laughs> um, can you imagine that? What if we get a, a, an All-Stars 4 moment? You're both queens of the world, baby. I'm all good. <laughs> we won't give a shit. I'm all good. You guys, next runway was Butch Queen. Category is Butch Queen, first time in drag. And first up was Pangina Heels representing Queen Elizabeth realness while she's hunting. What are they? What does she hunt? Um, stags and stuff like that on a property in Balmoral. Well, I, well someone's only ever seen the Queen <laughs> with Helen Mirren. She's no, I watched The Crown. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, more specifically, I watched Chelsea Handler's interview with Claire Foy before I even saw The, the Crown. So that's where I learned most right. about it. But uh, for me, Pangina, it's an absolute yas. It's a pass for me. I Are just, you serious? I, I thought get, it looked, it was great. It's original. It's Butch Queen. I get it. I, I do understand it. I, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think you me. understand it, Tequila. I'm no, going to explain it. it to you, you one can more. Tell me See, Queen butch. Elizabeth, what she does is she's a queen. And she's Butch. And she, <laughs> Sometimes when she's hunting. Sometimes. And she's about to croak, but we, won't want to, we don't want to say about anything like that. Oh, no, she really is. And it's really sad. It's going to be the year. I know it is. It's going to be the year. Isn't that going to be? I'm actually curious for it to happen. I know that sounds bad. You don't want to wish death on anyone. Oh, no, because we know what happens when it happens. Well, we do know. Guys, there's a YouTube video about it. It's very Vanity Fair. It's fascinating. Very fascinating. What happens in the moments preceding the Queen's death. And that's why I'm so intrigued. I'm when intrigued. They cut all of the TV channels and, yes. every, and like it is, it is huge. And like where she dies, it comes into it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like there's twelve days of mourning apparently yeah. for the UK. They have I to wear black. Wait. I can't wait. It's gonna be. Like, I know it sounds bad, but we can't <laughs> wait for the Queen. Just the ceremony. Of it all. I mean, it's gonna be awful because she's she's. A, she's I know it's gonna be awful. It will be awful. I'm I don't. A, I don't I'm hate a, it. I'm a I huge royalist it. as well. Like I'm. I love the royal family. I just. I. I don't think they need to exist that much, but I, I don't hate the girl at all. I don't think she's, you know, she's she's done a great job living her life yeah. as the monarch of yeah. all these countries. Um, I'm not a huge fan of colonialism, but <laughs> we're sitting here, aren't we? Nope. We're sitting here because of it. Who's <gasps> the fan of that? Whoopsie daisy. Um, guys, don't hate us for that. That's the sins of our ancestors, okay? And we wouldn't know better if it didn't happen anyway because we wouldn't be fucking alive, would we? I wouldn't. I'm British. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say I, I wouldn't. I would to stand on. <laughs> Guys, Literally Janie J.K. was our next butch queen down the runway doing Orange is the New Black Realness. And I didn't hate it at all. It's a, it's a yas for me. It's fine. Yeah. I, it's, I'm going to give it a pass because I just don't. It's fine. I thought it was a, I thought the actual shape of it was really great with the, with the shoulder pads. It gave me very um, telephone music video. It's, it's pretty much what she changed out of in that very first um, reveal <laughs> last week. It's giving me very oh, drag please. Um Cheryl Hall was next doing Motorcycle Girl Realness. Um very Tina Burner. I was going to say, it's so nice to see <laughs> Tina Burner back on the telly. This, um, did she steal this from Tina Burner while she was in the UK fucking Graham Norton? <laughs> and 20, it, 30 years ago. <laughs> it's a pass for me, though. It's a pass for me. Yeah, sorry, Shaz. Next up was Juju B. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's le- it's a leather dress. I'm not exactly sure what makes it butch. What does it make? Ha, ha, uh, I know she explained it in her voiceover, but. I think she thinks that. Women with short hair are butch. Well, she took it off and revealed a, a nice flowered chest situation. So it's a pass. Um, <laughs> do you want to give us? Okay, I'll I take that. Nothing left. I'll I just t- don't know what to do with okay. Juju. Tequila did give me a little head shake. So I just I'm gonna don't know what to do a, with her. I'm just so pass. disappointed because she's so enigmatic. I know, and she's so. 
No. She's she's literal drag race royalty. I understand. And brings herself to these competitions every time. And yeah, this it's time. It's just no fucking good. I know. Stop. I she's know. already dead. <laughs> Stop. Leave her alone. That one's for you Simpsons fans out <laughs> there. <laughs> Um, just for the record, though, I will need you to verbalise and yasa a pass, pass because I need to actually t- um, take the minutes pass. and log them in my Google spreadsheet for each <laughs> guest uh, giving their opinions on this matter. Uh, Jimbo was next uh, doing uh, Biker Butch with her classic to-go biddies and handlebars popping it. it I love this. I love I everything it. about this. This is giving me share in the Dead Ringer for Love music video with Meatloaf. May he rest in peace. Um, oh, Oh my god! I told a joke last night, and I was like, "I will do anything for love, but I won't do scat." <laughs> <laughs> and I, again, I, I think I'm the funniest and, person on this planet. And, and that's just, on his recon profile. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you know what it is? And I, I said it last week. It's the color of the breastplate. That I finally figured out what it is that I don't like. It's yes. the unnatural yellowy whiteness of the breastplate that I do not like. And I'll say it again, I can't wait to see you at a breastplate someday. I know you said you never would, but I just personally want to. I, I will. When Great. I find one that is a perfect match for my skin tone, hey, I will get myself a breastplate. Clearly that doesn't matter. According it, to... No, um, no, no. It matters to me. According to Ruth Paul. It matters uh, Charles. to me. Uh, Bag of Chips was next. Uh, I ju- it's uh, army shit. Why is she doing... Why is she doing... Demi Lovato? <laughs> Poot Lovato. Why is she doing... Um, why is she doing Nazi symbol? Why is she doing... Oh, Jesus Christ, she why is. Why does she keep doing that? Oh, Jesus Christ, she is. I think she's... I had to rewind. She thinks she's doing like a Ten Hun or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, Ten Hun. Yeah, that. A Ten Hun. <laughs> That's what everyone says to me. They say I'm a Ten Hun. <laughs> Um, oh, but why you, is she doing a Nazi salute? Can somebody explain this to me? Because that's a, that's all it looks like. And, and they're heading to it. The hair is also very. It's very Adolf, Hitler. Adolf, Adolf, it's Adolf. very Hitler. It's giving. It's but giving she brings Hitler. out a bottle of gin as if that's going to save anything. Yeah, I'm no. sure Hitler liked gin as well. I, it, there is Ugly. something about her in general <laughs> for me. Really? Um, I just it looks it just it, yeah no nah. no it's a pass. Get her off my television. No, it's a pass. 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 Sorry. Blue Hydrangea, though, was uh, a, a strong man. A very big strong man. This. Circus strong man. With you better work, bitch. An incredible gown. Beautiful gowns. <laughs> Great gowns, beautiful gowns, and a mustache to boot. It was, I think this is one of the most perfect... I just really liked it. It's, it's I great. I really liked it. It's so good. Yeah, it's a huge nias for me. I'm so glad Blue was a part of this because yeah. I don't remember a whole lot of what she brought on no. season one. So I'm glad she's here. 100%. God, Blue, well done. And oh my God. My breath left my body when Grace Jones turned up on <laughs> When Grace Jones pulled up to the bumper. Is it Billy I, Porter or is it Grace Jones? Baby, Make up your is, fucking mind. She is... Monique Hart literally ended me. Are we just are we just crowning her now? Right? We are. We're we crowning are. her now because, like, this this is one of the best runways I've with ever a, seen. With, like, with Pangina being a lovely second alternate. Yes, gorge. This is, as Michelle said in the critiques, it is eighties New York ball culture. This is leather daddy realness. This is 
uh, Eddie Murphy Raw. This is even the hanky, the, the, the purple, purple hanky, hanky. Representing drag queen. Representing drag queen. Every single part of this, the crotch and the, the ass that was yep. obviously removable. Yeah, and the refer- reference on the, reference on reference. She is just... That is how you do it. That is how you do drag. That is, that is this drag. This is... It's this gave me... I sat on my couch literally on the edge of it just going... <gasps> yeah. I am not exaggerating when I said every... Every part of my breath just left my body because I was like, "If if Pose was still was still running, Ryan Murphy will be saying, give me this, give look me at, this.' Look at my legs. What? I have full goosebumps. Yeah. Just even just even talking about it. And my air conditioning isn't on, you no. guys. I, Monique, this is my absolute biggest nyas that I've given of 2022 Drag Race so far. My it's my second biggest because my your biggest? first was. Her runway last week. <laughs> the green dress. That green dress. I'm I think, still thinking about it. You guys, I think uh, Tequila really wants Monique to win this. Which is weird because on her initial season, I hated her. Yeah, I didn't I love her on the first her. season. I, I think it's because the first challenge, even though she did an amazing job with that drag on a dime thing, her reaction to being safe. Oh, the Queen of Hearts look. Yeah, yeah the Queen yeah, of Hearts yeah, look. Yeah. I was like, when she said, bitch, I was stunning. Look, I was like, okay. You were, but also it's... Three tops and three bottoms. Yeah, that's exactly 14 right. queens, do the math. Yeah. Do the fucking math. Yeah. Sorry. But no, she's incredible and we love her and we stand where Monique stands. Mo, sorry. Oh my God, I need to keep, I need to stop doing that. <laughs> the amount of insulting queens I do, getting their names wrong, fucking. Um, I know, you've been calling me to kill a mockingbird this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, schmockingbird, as we all know, is the correct pronunciation. No, you had to get rid of to kill a mockingbird because of last week's episode. I'm Jemima Handful. <laughs> Oh my god, Jemima, join me on the pod sometime. I'd love you. If you like what I do, my name is Jemima Handful. <laughs> Please write to me and tell me about it because I don't get complimented very often. <laughs> <laughs> I also said that at Bingo last night. I was killing it. I'm funny. <laughs> I I'm, was killing it. I'm killing it on the mic. I am. I am. I'm very. I'm very. I'm very funny to myself. <laughs> hey, someone's got to be. Someone's got to be. <laughs> Pangina Heels is the first person to go down the runway category. That is. You wear it well. This look is what she constructed in the workroom. It does not look complete. It, where is the bottom of it? it <laughs> I don't think she... I just don't, is she wearing I, leggings? She's wearing like black tights, I think. <laughs> I, I've never seen RuPaul in a black tight. I don't believe. No, she would just wear bare legs. I bet, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. She wouldn't. Never in would. this, in something like this that's that high, you would, she would wear bare legs. She would. But be, also the back of it doesn't look like it's actually sewn. We would never see RuPaul in a bare leg. She has on Drag Race. No, she does. What? Like 10 pairs of stockings. Oh, bitch. St- whatever. You, you know, know what the, I mean. You know that she's padded from ankle you know to what neck, I, right? You know what I mean. Yeah, like. Do you want to wear a it fucking. It looks like a nude. Pants. It, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> RuPaul ain't wearing pants on the runway just behind the desk. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she is padded from ankle to neck. That's where her padding starts. Mm. And so the the trickery to get that into place, yeah. like I struggled to just get my padding right in one place, let yeah. alone my entire body. So we're going to spend this runway complimenting RuPaul. Okay. I didn't think the podcast would take this turn, but okay. I just really <laughs> like RuPaul. I think she's glamour. Uh, but for me, Pangina, I am going to say it's a pass. It's a pass, opinion. unfortunately. Yeah, it just didn't look good. And yeah, the back, it flopped. Yeah. Whereas the front, it's all scrunched yeah. to give that kind of look. But yeah, it didn't maybe work Maybe she spent me. less time working on Bagger's outfit. Oh, maybe. Just the fuck Maybe. <laughs> 
Hey, J- uh, Janie Jacquet was next on the runway and she actually did a pants a pants look, a pantsuit look. I was worried for Janie because she said, you know what RuPaul loves? RuPaul loves disco. I don't know if she's ever seen the show before, but disco categorically has never, never worked. worked. Ever, ever worked. On, and, but RuPaul is a huge fan of disco. Yeah, she, which is probably why she loved the look. <laughs> Yeah. She loved this because it was for her. It was for her, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, disco hasn't particularly ever gone. And it's always, do you know what it is? It's always a fucking makeover challenge. Always. Always a makeover challenge. And they go, I'm thinking like maybe like disco inspired, something with like a flared leg and like oh a flared God. sleeve. And then they all go home. <coughs> remember, one of them. Remember, do you close it? remember Cameron Michaels. Cameron Michaels, oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So funny. Shangela torn to pieces for her Studio 54 look with those broken, oh. with the records on the front of her. And that record on her head. Well, that, Awful. Wasn't, that was garbage. Literal garbage. That was literal garbage. Literal right. garbage. <laughs> and I love that that was the week that Trixie won. <laughs> Steaming, piling <laughs> shit from a butt. Anyway, it's a, it's a, it's a nyas for me on Jenny JK. It's a nyas for me because she looked beautiful. And there was something about her face that I think is so Her face stunning. was, and I think the hair was very real as well. Um, I didn't think that. Really? I no. thought it was classic roots. It's very, um, what? It's like um, old friend silver, new friend's gold. Sil- album cover. I think it might have been the colour. Oh, the colour. threw me. And well, I, I liked that it wasn't just a pantsuit and she actually did like the, like a, the huge flower on yeah, her shoulder yeah, and, and the, the, draping. the draping and the cape. And it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I think she looks beautiful. It's, yeah. a, it's, an, it's an ass for me. Well done, Janie. Good, um, uh, what do you call it? Redemption from last week. Where she should have gone home. <clears throat> hey. Isn't it just... But imagine we'd seen. If we had Lemon on this runway, she would have won. If she I if she did a decent job with her third look, she would have won. I think so. Yeah, I think so. You guys again, go look up uh, Lemon's looks for this week. Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus fucking Christ. Hey, Cheryl Hole was next, and it is a pass <laughs> because in what world would Rue even Rue's face when she walked out? <laughs> and she had to say in the critique, she had to be nice and be like, I mean, you know, I, 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 I. I I enjoyed wearing this in the 80s. It's poorly constructed. It looks like a bag of shite. <laughs> it is those shoes. That is a that is a that is a violation of my human rights, her wearing those shoes. It's just, it's I can't understand the orange, the orange actual dress itself. And she went, I'm picking orange because it's Ruth's favorite colour. And I was like, well, but yeah, sure. I don't understand, like, the, the, the shit hanging off it. Nah, the sh- literal shit from about <laughs> hanging off it. What is it? I don't understand. What is happening? Great and her hair, hair, though. Her hair looks beautiful. Her great hair, though. Her hair looks beautiful and her, her face is there. Um, <laughs> she has makeup on it, which I think is fine <laughs> and passable. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's a pass. I have something to say about this next. It's a pass for me. I have something to say about this next. Oh, we're already on it, guys. Juju B was next. And, um, well... Um, Typically, okay, was what she had to look like Rup, do a dress RuPaul would wear. Um, this is not Rose McGowan doing a runway in 2002. Stop flashing your beef, first and foremost, um, or your If tights. your dress is that short, it is, a, it is a known fact. That a woman do carry an evening bag at dinner time? I heard this, yes. Excuse me, drink it on the, drink it on the pod. Um, <laughs> it's just water. I'm just really dehydrated. Um, As I spoke a joke. <laughs> it is a known fact in drag that a nude panty makes you look like you have nothing on. <coughs> if you are wearing a scoochy dress <laughs> of any description and you have a nude panty on underneath it, it looks like your puss is hanging out. <laughs> 
She should have worn this for the kitty girl runway. Because <laughs> I've never seen more pussy than I've seen right here, right now. I know, and it's not even fucking pussy. It's literally you know just pantyhose. It is, it is, a, it is it, it's, a, it, it's a panty. It is a, because I had to pause it and I had to go right up to my TV <laughs> and be like, is she not wearing any knickers whatsoever? And she is. She is wearing a pair of knickers. There, 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 there. But they are the same color as her tights. That should have been a, I would have even made like, Made a little panty out of the color of the out of the fabric that she made. The, is um, her is her panty going up over her belly as well? Because the dress has a little triangle yes, peak and yes, it looks it different is, to us. It is a it is a full um, yeah. suck in panty. But also, she's not wearing any breasts, so the nope. material that's going over her sags. It sags, yeah, and also it just looks like it doesn't uh, sit to anything. It looks like a man who has yeah. a tight thing around his his nipples, um, and the dress. Yeah, Why the lower all half, three of her looks purple. Oh. Why were all three of her looks incorporating purple? She had purple hair for the second one. Her first outfit was purple, and this dress is purple. Is there a, is there a theme that she's running that we don't know about? Is coming she running for her Raja. own race? She's coming for Raja's gig. Is she just running a race that – did she get the same prompts as everyone else? Because I'm not entirely sure she did. I think she did because Rue even said, I would wear this. And Juju was like, oh, say that again. <laughs> I mean, yes, if it were better fitting and if it looked nicer and if it had a – Different pants. I liked the back of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's the only part Rue actually saw. I liked watching her walk away. Um, guys, it's such a pass. It's so weird. Juju. Yeah. She actually did a decent job on yeah. All Stars 5 with the backyard right, role. Right, that. Yes. She just hot glued it. Yeah. Yeah. She did a decent but job. Also, but also, you've now been doing drag race. Not even just drag. Drag race mm. for the better part of 10 years. Learn how to fucking sew. <laughs> Learn how to fucking use a sewing machine. You absolute gronk. What are you talking about? How dare you in your 25th because time entering the workroom being like, I still don't know how to sew. I will I tell you why. On, I want to send her on that. I will tell you why. Because when she came back uh, for All Stars. Everything was made for her. Everything was made everything, for her. Of course. When she came back for All Stars 5, she genuinely didn't think she would ever come back for All Stars because she already done it before and the show wouldn't have her back again. So when they asked her back and she has a limited amount of time to get stuff together, she gets it all made. Of course. Still hasn't learned because she didn't think she was coming back. And I especially don't think she thought she was going to be coming back on this show for a fourth time. So would she waste time learning how to sew and work a machine? No. Not if she has everything made for her. So... Maybe if the show gave her a couple months' notice, <laughs> she could take up some fucking lessons. Or just get one of your sisters to come over and You could give help. me a week's notice and I would have three patterns that I know how to sew the house down boots and I've never touched a sewing machine in my life. Oh, so you're just a fast learner is what you're saying? No, I'm committed what? to what I do. Oh, can't relate. I am hey. committed <laughs> to what I do and there is a level of commitment that I feel that we're not getting from Jujubee. And she is Correct. relying on just being a legend. And unfortunately, that's not enough. It certainly is not enough. That, is that a quote from... No, it's not. Nope, that's a quote from Gossip Girl. I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jimbo, given us... Nothing. <laughs> it's a RuPaul, It's an old-fashioned RuPaul it's, game. Yes, it is. That it is, sure season, is season four or five. It sure is. RuPaul. Um, like Michelle said, a very cheap RuPaul. Very cheap RuPaul. The material is not exactly... No, it's not glamour. A Zaldi-inspired uh-huh. pattern. I do love her big RuPaul-esque hair. Yes. I do... I think again, she did a great job. There is something that she... She is selling me a fantasy that I am buying. Oh, indeed, yeah. And she is... Do you know what she is? She is living... She is having such a wonderful time. Yeah, she Her is. little emotional moment throwing back to the workroom. Her little emotional moment after she got to speak to Rue. Yeah. And she had that beautiful interaction where she was like, 
I might try wearing an ass for the first time. <laughs> and I just, there is just something inherently really charming about her this run around. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm really here for it. I'm really out. And I, I think the whole world is. I'll even give her a nyas on this because. Yeah, I'm giving it a nyas. Just absolutely. because of how she sold it to us. Oh, God. I won't say the same for her lip sync. <sighs> we'll I don't there. think she is a lip syncer. We'll get there. <laughs> Which is ironic because I don't think she sings either. So Can't I don't wait. know what she No, does. exactly. <laughs> She's a clown. Know. She's a clown. That's all it okay. is. You um, saw how balloon animals go on this show. Speaking of clowns, <laughs> Bag of Chips is next. Uh, she walked out doing the classic RuPaul arm raise. Um, however, um, uh, for me, she didn't personally uh, convince me with Janie's dress that um, was made for her. So um, it's a pass. Pass. It it still doesn't look like it was a good. Pass. Um, so yeah, maybe if Janie concentrated on or oh not Janie, um Pangina Hills. God, what's wrong with me? She might um, have been able to finish the bottom of that dress. Nope. It's um it's it's a it's a pass. Pass, thank you. It is, it is a pass. Um can we say the same, Tequila, about uh Blue Hydrangea? Who was doing the uh the old red number, which I don't think I've ever. I don't. Have we ever seen her in this kind of color before? I don't think so. I think it I is. Think so I think either. it is a new color for her. Um, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's fine. It is fine. It, there is. It is. It, is it a RuPaul look? I think so. Hmm. I think so. I think I could see RuPaul in it again, and especially the hair. Is I think it, the hair makes it for me. Is it pants? It's not pants. Is it? It's a gown. No, it is pants. 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 I really like it. It, I don't no no I'm gonna take that back I <laughs> don't I don't really like it I think it is nice <laughs> this I is don't like her makeup okay now we've decided to become uh, neutral on the pod and um, I never thought I'd see the day I don't know I think it's nice I think it's nice I think I could see RuPaul wearing it I think I definitely understand uh, the inspiration behind it I don't know that it is at the level that some of the other girls no have not on the same level do I think it's the best pantsuit on the runway no 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 that goes to Janie. Yeah, I'm. If you're gonna do pants, the same kind of because it's the same kind of silhouette, it's the same kind of idea as Janie's outfit in a yeah. different color. Again, that is my color. That is my color. The house down, inside out. Oh, it really is. It is. It, um, yeah. I would have worn different hair with it. The white really sets me off because her face is so white That's and her makeup correct. is so severe. I think the hair really just does something to me that doesn't. It pulls me out of how it looks. Yeah, I will. I, will I would agree like to, that. to see it. I would like to see it on RuPaul. I would agree to that. Um, the the actual style of the wig, I think, was on point. But no, yeah, yeah, the, the color on her doesn't. Light. Yeah, it's it's the same color as the skin, and it just looks a bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it just took me out of it a bit. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I might have to give it a pass. I'm gonna give it a a pinyas. <laughs> there is no in between. It's either one or the other. You know this. By it's now. a pinyas. I but just it's a very small pinyas. I just. I can't really explain my my pastimes, honestly. I'm just sitting here. I, I don't have a problem with the pants, and I don't have a problem with the actual style of it. I think it was just an odd, just seeing it all together, the color on her. So and then what's your problem, bitch? Well, I just, it's it's a pass. Um, <laughs> Monique Hart, our last gal on the runway, who does make her own shit. She does, like, make, you know, obviously, as we know, fucking season 10 Dragon Dime Challenge, mm. as we said, mm. she knows how to construct an outfit. So why was this not good? What's happening with her right, her left tit? America. What was happening? I had such high hopes. This wig, again, I would wear the fuck out of. I want to see you in this, this wig. This is uh, this is my hair. I want to see Bitch me in this wig. Stole <laughs> my hair. It's fantastic, and the the little um 
uh, the little curls. The little curls yeah. hanging off her fringe. That's very RuPaul. Yeah, very that. Um, I just, I, 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 sorry. I saw the design in the workroom, and I was. This was the one I was most excited for because I was like, "This, oh bitch, oh," and knowing that she, it's just, Monique, knowing yeah. that that's what she does. She, yeah. she creates outfits and she creates garments. Yeah. And then she turned the corner, and I was like, mm, "Wow." <laughs> Just it was it, it was, was very a, disappointing. A, yeah, it was really disappointing. Yeah, and I think she could have won had her dress have been better. If her dress had been decent, she would have won yeah. because 100%. those those fucking looks for me. I'm sorry, it's a pass. Monique. It's a pass. Sorry, regardless of what shoes she's wearing. I'm sorry, which sucks because God, those looks were incredible. Yeah. Truly. Ugh. I'm going to be thinking about that for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, I'm Yes. The, the cat look, the kitty girl look, and the butch queen look, I'm going to live rent-free in my mind for the rest of my days. Mm. Oh, well. Stunning. Brown cow stunning. Well, <laughs> you know, I was going to say, we'll always have brown cow stunning. <laughs> in terms of judges' critiques, first of all, shout out to Daisy Mae Cooper, our very special guest judge this week. Didn't know who she was. Couldn't tell you. Liked Can't her energy. I've ever seen her in anything. Really liked Love her energy. Her. She gives me real big... Kathy Burke vibes. Very much, yes. Uh, in terms of how droll she is and how dry her humour is. Correct. She, I don't think she cracked a smile once, but I was living for <laughs> everything she was saying because she was just, she's just, she's a, she's a funny, she's a funny gal. Um, you guys, the moment arrived. Oh no. The moment arrived, RuPaul says, I've made some decisions. Bag of chips, blue hydrangea, you are safe. And I lost my shit. This was the moment I started cackling. When I tell you, I'm not making this up. For at most, I think about 60 seconds, I had to pause it. I couldn't control myself. It was worse than a RuPaul cackle. I was worried the neighbours were thinking God knows what. I I was verbally, hysterically laughing for a 60 seconds straight because bag of chips were safe. Um, Look... I'm sorry, but the, the the sheer looking at her fail to make a look, having Pangina save her fucking ass. Obviously, looking at it now, I understand why she was safe and not in the bottom. But in that moment, I was like, "Holy fuck! What does Bagger Chips have on RuPaul?" Pass. <laughs> God, I couldn't. Um... I just... I'm so glad that you are able to find a level of joy in your life <laughs> to cackle that hard. But um, do you know what most of my reasons for cackling was? I'm not cackling. <laughs> it was thinking about your reaction when you saw it. I was like, oh my God, Tequila's going to lose her shit. <laughs> she's, making it to, she's making it towards the top at this point. She really is. Um, and oh it is God. a free pass for a free season of her... They want to talk about Cheryl doing mediocre. Uh, imagine doing absolutely fucking piss poor, the worst thing you've ever done Ugh. in your career to date and being given a free pass towards the finale. I loved it. I <clears throat> it was it was a moment I'm just going to cherish. I have made peace <laughs> with the fact that I will never like anything that she does. You heard it here first. And I'm looking forward to the remaining four episodes because I have. I can't wait to see if anything does I'm change your mind. I'm not even. I don't even I'm have interested. disdain. I don't even hate the girl. <laughs> I feel nothing. 
when I am numb to you, <laughs> that is the scariest place you can get me to. Because I hate <laughs> myself so much that I am numb. So if I feel that towards you, I can only equate it to the level of which I hate myself with, which is astronomical. There's nothing else You'll I can say. You'll be lucky to get another word out of me about bag of chips on this podcast for the remaining four episodes because I feel <laughs> nothing. It's been a struggle already, mate. I know. <laughs> nothing. On to better things. Are there? Oh, look. Yes, there are. Um, Daisy May Cooper, our very special guest, guest judge, may have given the best critique I've ever heard in the history of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> to Jimbo's Butch Queen look, that motorcycle thing, I want a dildo designed on that look because I know that will make me squirt. <laughs> so good. So good. <sighs> Besides that, the other critiques were exactly what we thought. Like, uh, Monique got told that, you know, the butch look was iconic, as RuPaul said in that exact phrasing. Um, Panginas was unfinished. It didn't look right. Mm, Janie Jacquet's kitty look, Michelle said it wasn't kitty without the ears, and I agreed with her. That's the first thing I thought of. I just, I, I really, I do disagree on it. I really well, do. Well, I'm just it's saying. Just, it says, it screams Egyptian to me. Well, look, I'm just, I'm just. Personally speaking, I'm just I'm just happy that Michelle and I are on good terms this week. After after what happened last week, I'm glad that we're repairing our relationship. Okay, okay. And I'll also, make sure, I'll make sure to tell her when I see her. <laughs> and uh, Juju B, oh poor girl. I mean, the judges said it best. They literally were like, "Where's Juju B? We didn't see her." The kitty girl was basic. And even though RuPaul said that she'd wear the dress, which I don't really believe, doesn't do the job, girl. That's so, it's such a shame, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> no, it is. Because I think she has this, everyone has like this pressure to represent their countries. I think Juju has pressure representing herself as a person who's doing this for the fourth fucking time. Then why doesn't she care? If she's under that much pressure to represent herself so beautifully, why does she? Why does she just not care? I know. I can't. I just. I just. I. I just don't know. I don't know what to do with Jujubee. Well, um, I am grateful that we get. I also got a little bit of a cackle when um, Michelle mentioned off for Cheryl's <laughs> look. Um, I can see that you're trying. Oh. There's, there's even a sad little feather. <laughs> Gutted. <laughs> She was gutted and left for dead on Sad that stage. Sad little feather. Sad little feather. Do you know what it is? It's when you go and see like a, a, a theatre production and it's not very good and you just say something or you see any kind of show really and you go, oh, you look like you were having so much fun up there. <laughs> when you have nothing else to say. Usually I'm just like, girl, that was rotted. That I is, know. That is, do better. Do better. Because I'd like people to say that to me. But... <laughs> I, I do. I welcome that kind of critique because if, okay. if I'm shit, I need to know I'm shit. Uh, the tops this week, as we mentioned, it was no surprise. Janie Jacquet with that fantastic pantsuit yep. and Jimbo yet again are the top queens of the week. In the bottom is Cheryl Hole <laughs> and our dear Juju B. Uh, I wasn't. I didn't really care about in Untucked when they were going through having those chats because I, I think 
I got what Cheryl said though when she was like, Janie felt really cold towards me. She was very short. She was very like. She was. No, she was. But okay. at the same time, Cheryl's only defense really was to keep her in the competition was Juju's been doing this 5,000 fucking times. And this is where I don't know. I, I deserve this to is, show more. Well, this is where I don't know because in that moment, I remember I was in my feelings about it because I was like, yeah. I agree with Cheryl. I think Cheryl does mm. deserve to stay because we've seen, I think we've seen everything we're going to ever see out of Jujubee. Correct. She peaked in All Stars 5 and she will never be any better than that. Yeah. And she's not bringing anything to this competition that is new, original, or particularly exciting. Whereas mm. Cheryl, we haven't seen a lot of her and we could, we could <sighs> have been up for seeing more of what she has to offer. Mm. And for that reason alone, despite her not excelling in the last, in the first two episodes, I still maybe would have liked to have seen where she could have gone with it. I'm a little, I'm nonplussed to be honest with you. I, oh, e- either I would way, have sent them both home if it was up to me. Either okay. way, I didn't really care to be honest with you. I think for me, Cheryl is one of those queens. I think I mentioned it last week. I think she's a great queen and she's great at what she does. And I would actually really love to see her live. Like I would love to go to the UK and see her live. I wouldn't go that far. I would. I would absolutely. Because I mean, she's a pop girl. She's a pop girl group girl who it's, and we, we vibe on that same kind of thing. Like she's, she's of my generation. And we, I think that's the vibe I like from her. But when it comes to drag race, the competition series, the Olympics of drag, I've never great drag race. Yeah. I've never, I've never had her in the same level. And she's, not, she's and she's never reached the same echelon that other girls. No, have reached. but that's you know sometimes that's okay. I was really uh, excited to see Jimbo lip sync again because maybe you know redemption. Turns out Jimbo just can't lip sync. Turns out Jimbo cannot lip sync. Um, but she did, nine inch heels on up. This time she did look like she was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to talk about her a quick second. What the fuck was that song? Mm. What the fuck? Was this that gave lip-sync? me flashbacks to. Coco Jumbo versus Art Simone, randomly doing uh, I'm That Bitch, the original the version, original version. Which has never actually been released to the public. No. Um, randomly out of fucking nowhere. Um, you go from having the BGs to RuPaul I'm That Bitch. That this, was never the original lip sync song for that episode either. It was not. T-Spell. 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 Hey, that lip sync though to Supermodel, the remix. Uh, boring fucking remix. Boring fucking performances. Boring fucking performances. I thought Jimbo was gonna. I thought Jimbo was gonna clinch it for a moment, and then well, she didn't up, do anything. Yeah, but she looked like she was having fun. <laughs> Janie at one point just stopped lip syncing. Remember what you said earlier. You look like you're, you're having fun, and no, that's all that matters. No, because I didn't say it like that. She genuinely looked like she was having fun. All right. Well, um, she genuinely looked like she was enjoying herself, which I. I live for that. No, if I'm saying, oh, you look like you had so much fun up there. <laughs> There's a difference in how I say it. Um, she, but she did. She looked like she was having so much fun. And I was like, oh, she could take this because she's, she's kind of living her life. She's kind, of, she's kind of feeling that fantasy, even though she's not very good. But Janie was giving us dance moves. And, but she just stopped lip syncing at one point. She did. And I was like, oh, well, Janie's lost this. <laughs> no, she didn't. And she didn't. She won. She won, you guys. She won the lip sync, which means she gets a golden Rupita badge, and that's pretty much it. Oh, yeah, the right to send someone home, which, you know, it's exciting for two seconds. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thank you for your service, Sherilina Holtralina. Sheza, it's time you sashayed away. And she handled it quite well, I thought. I think she did. Interview. I think she did. It's just, um, I just love that Janie was so factual about it. 
I, guys, at this point in, in, this, in the format that is either All-Stars or All-Stars light, which is what UK versus All the world is. All-Stars adjacent. All-Stars adjacent. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're at that point where after this many seasons, if you want to send a bitch home, send them fucking home. Yeah. You don't have to explain yourself. You do not have to explain yourself and you do not have to say, but it's because of the critiques. Fuck the critiques. This is where I'm up to with All-Stars 4. Yes. They're having that whole discourse over Manila Manila wanting to choose Latrice because she was her her friend. friend. And then, but Monet and Monique are saying, well, we're going off scorecards and Latrice didn't have a win, whereas Monique did and all of that. And I'm just like... I wouldn't explain. Sh- I wouldn't explain shit. No. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do the Morgan McMichaels. I'm here to send the the fierce bitches home first. No, <laughs> because that's that's all that's going to do is get you sent home first. Yes, exactly. That's as simple as that. But, but I would. I would be honest about how I feel, and I would just say, this is my decision. Yeah, not yours. But that's the interesting thing about how things have turned. Because when that Manila incident happened, I was so mad because I wanted her. Because I was in that frame where I'm like, she's doing the best, therefore I want to see her win. But then again, I think we need that we were still stuck between original drag race versus all stars where we're like the best queen should win. Yeah. But it's clear the whole reason all stars rules are the way they are is because it's not about who does the best, it's about who survives. Yeah. And it's so literally drag survivor. At it this took point. me yeah, it took me a year or so after Naomi did that lipstick thing for me to be like, Oh work, bitch. Yeah. Like it took me a while, yeah. but I got there. Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, that should be the way to go. So, Janie, whatever reason you had, I don't really care. But I just, nah, send whoever you want home. Mm-hmm. You have the power. You want it. You want the lip sync. You get yeah. the right. So just you do whatever right. you want. Do what you want. That's, don't, ex- don't explain yourself. This is why we need to see To Kill a Mockingbird on Drag Race Down Under. Oh, no, you, oh, won't, well, you, no, won't, get, you won't get to send anyone home. No, I won't get to, <laughs> get to send me home. You get to tell people <laughs> who yeah. you want to send home yeah. out of nowhere. And I will. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, I I would like to say it. I I would would like to say it. Absolutely. You guys, that was it. Was it? It was actually not a bad episode. I really did enjoy it. I I actually enjoyed it. Yes, correct. Is this is this a part of the Drag Race canon? Probably not. No. Are we going to watch it again? No. No. But we're talking about it. We're having a good time, and I really did enjoy it. Next week, ooh, next week is a rusical. Jonathan Bailey is the guest judge. I called dibs on him years ago. I just want to point that out. You fucking Bridgerton whores who are like horny for softcore porn on Netflix. I don't give a shit about you. Jonathan Bailey has been gorgeous as fuck. Wow. Four years. He's been like a very like Instagram queer hipster. Call me out. For years. (laughs) And I. The new season of Bridgerton drops next month. FYI for our listeners. Couldn't care less. Um, Send me the the nude scene. Send me the sex scenes. That's all I can I'm so excited. Bridgerton. Rocked my fucking jocks like you wouldn't believe. It's such an honor. Look, I believe it was just not my kind of thing. Um, but oh, Jonathan Bailey is, is my is my kind of thing. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm 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 such a fucking Brit at heart, or just a white person, a racist white person at heart. Anytime Whoa. someone asks me who like my favorite, like who my like top celebrities I want to fuck are, I usually only have about three, and they're either British or Irish. So that's. Why I think I'm a bit of a racist sexually. I couldn't think um, of one. Really? Mine are Henry Cavill, Jamie Dornan. I've never seen Fifty Shades. I've just always <sighs> loved Jamie Dornan. I think he's adorable and fucking cute and I would. And Jonathan Bailey. I'd fuck that kid from Sex Education. I wouldn't call him a kid. Um, I don't think that's a great way to phrase well, that. Well, he plays a kid in the show. He's like 28 in real life. Who? There's lots Adam, of Adam, the bully. Oh, fucking hell, bitch. Are you serious? Yeah. 
I would let him tear me to shreds. Well, first of all, he looks a lot like Lee Dawson. Um, <laughs> shout out Lee Dawson. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but um, our, our favourite drag race, Rukapa. Um, we miss it when you do it. Girl, keep giving us yeah, new Rukaps every once every, every six to eight months. Yeah. But... Um, He's so hot. And yeah, I highly recommend his OnlyFans. That's for fucking sure. Yep. That's where $8 of my money goes every month. But, or whatever, however much it is. But um, <laughs> I don't really care. I just subscribe. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that whole sex education thing, I really hate how they turned. I understand there's trauma and a storyline and blah, blah, blah. But the whole trope of kids, the gay kid falling in love with his bully. Oh, I hate it. Have I told you how I fucked each and every one of my bullies? No, but okay, that's we'll a story that for off the, the pod, pod yeah. for sure. <laughs> you guys, uh, maybe this is a good thing for our um, Patreon <laughs> that um, I think Connor suggested I should make. Uh, if you guys want to hear these kinds of conversations on the pod, let me know and I'll start a Patreon and I'll charge 99 cents a month. You're going to need to charge more than that for my legal fees alone for the <laughs> shit that I'm going to say on it. <laughs> Not a bad idea, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. You guys, thank you so much for joining us on, again, this very special six-part spin-off series of uh, Drag Race called, what is it again? UK, UK versus, versus the, the world. world. Fuck me, Dad. Uh, um, no, I think it's just UK versus the world. It, okay. Not UK versus the world. Fuck me, Dad. <laughs> I was like, where was I wrong? <laughs> it's been a hard week, you guys. Thank you, my permanent guest co-host for this series, Tequila Mockingbird. You're very welcome. For being just uh, so incredible at what you do that it just brings all kinds of <laughs> and look, I was love much, and appreciation. I was much less negative on the podcast. You week. were much less negative because you refused. It was a better episode. Well, now you refuse to talk about bad And I chips, also so. refuse to, yeah. So, sorry, everyone. If you, I guess we won't get the, the same magic we had on our first episode. No. But still... Won't. I recommend everyone subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure you're listening to this right now on Apple, Spotify, Google, uh, Breaker, Pocket Cast, wherever you're listening to your podcast, you have the option to subscribe. And you should do so because we have new episodes every fr Friday of UK versus the World and Monday for season 14, which Tequila is obsessed with apparently. Where can people find you, Tequila? Follow me on the Instagrams. You've got me there at at Tequila Schmockingbird. That's S-C-H Mockingbird for all of you schmockets out there. Come and come and slip into my DMs. Tell me how much you hate me. Tell me how, tell yeah, me how much you love me. Don't comment on a post. You've got to DM it. No, you, whole... no, because if you comment on a post, I don't look at it. Exactly. I need it sent to me directly. Yeah. And also, please send me your dicks. <laughs> I, I, was... won't, I won't rate them. I will just ask you to put them in me. Okay, great. Um, please. Would you like to also tell people where they could maybe see you live and oh my god oh well, yeah this episode comes out on friday so yes. if you are out and about in um in nam this weekend we have the 86 is going to be on <gasps> and popping yes. so you have me there we have our annual dragathon which is um it won the guinness world record in 2017 for the longest consecutive drag show at 39 hours of drag where there was not Ooh. a drag queen off the stage for the entire time and there was a song every no less than every five minutes yeah there was games and like talk spots and things but there was music every five minutes Drag that a queen was performing to uh or a performer was performing to even um and so we're back uh this year and we're back at the 86 for it and won't be 36 hours though no no we don't <laughs> do we don't do that anymore it's um it's it's 10 hours now 10 hours so we of start drag. we start at 12 i uh, know we start at 2 and we go till 12 amazing i'm hosting the open stage from 2 till 3 where we have a whole bunch of performers come and start their 
budding relationship with drag or start their first time on a stage in drag. Yes. Um, I'm hosting that two till three before I run down to Molly's and host Drag Roulette from five till eight. Mm-hmm. I'll be there from four till eight probably. Um, and I'll be doing street bar shows, I believe, outside the front of Circuit on the street <gasps> um, in 35 degree heat. I don't know what I've got myself in for. And then after Roulette is finished at Molly's Bar and Diner, I will be racing back to join the cast of Fellas and Frocks at the 86 for our late show from 8 p.m. until midnight, where it will be non-stop drag on stage all night long. Fuck. Yeah, so it's a it's it's a big day for me. I'll start I'll probably get to the venue. I'll get there at like one and I won't leave until at least two AM by the time we're done. Um but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fucking huge weekend of fun, fabulous Melbourne Pride. Yes. Yeah. It's happening. It's gonna be huge. Uh Smith Street, Collingwood, everyone. This Sunday the, what is it, 13th, 13th, the 13th uh, of February. Feb. If you're listening to this before then, you know what to do. If you're listening to this after then. You've missed out. Too bad. Um, Hope to see you on the magazine. Melbourne Pride is happening on Smith Street and Peel Street. Um, uh, Gertrude, it starts top of Gertrude, uh, Gertrude, Gertrude and Brunswick uh-huh. is where the main stage is. Oh. Which is really weird because it's supposed to be a celebration of Smith Street, but who knows. Okay. Um, it's up there and it ends at Peel Street Park. It doesn't even include. Peel Street the, Park. It doesn't include the Peel. Okay, that's okay. They cut out the 86 and the peel. Interesting in for a pride event. Yeah. yeah. Real interesting. But guys, where just go to Smith Street Collingwood on Sunday and you'll see. Look shit for the big happening. ginger bitch. It's me. <laughs> go say hi to tequila. I'll be walking around. I'll be I'm at the 86. Need, I'll be I'm at Molly's. Need water. I'm going to need so much water. I'm not probably not going to drink on Sunday because it's going to be Don't. 35 degrees and I'm going to be in full high whore drag. I'm going to need everyone to just throw buckets of water at me. Well, here's the thing. not my face. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I want to go and do everything. I want to see the whole parade. I want to go to the 86. I want to go to Molly's for Drag Roulette. I want to go and see the shows at night. There's also live music. There's um, all this shit happening. So join me, guys. Join us. Go and see both of us. If you see me walking around, say hi. Say you're a fan of the pod. Um, That will help my ego a little bit. And so have a great week, everyone. I can't wait to speak about this Search for a global drag superstar (laughs) next week with my good bitch tequila. We'll see you then. Have a good week, everyone. Goodbye. See you in the magazines. (laughs) 